keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome, everybody, to Total Effin' Marks and Defend Your Movie with Dan St. Germain and Sean Donnelly. And And my name is Andy Fiore. (laughs) We we have different podcasts, one professional wrestling and one movies, and we were too lazy uh, to record. To record at different times. <laughs> so. No, but this is actually perfect because what you're doing this week on your podcast is what me and Andy do on our podcast right. week by week. I just stole it. Yeah. 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 You stole the idea. Um, what, do, what if I only, I start doing it, but with only wrestling movies, how low stakes would that be? <laughs> I could, also, you, you could do like 10 episodes. Yeah. You'd, yeah, you'd be good, done in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. A good 10 week run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a limited run series. <laughs> well, Dan, um, I want to say, first off, uh, it's your idea to do this, and yeah. you owe me $6. I do owe you guys. I forgot cash. <laughs> no, oh, I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. Man. Wow. What? They are, like, it, but what, well, let's describe it first. Why don't okay, you describe so it? Okay, so this episode is to determine what's worse or 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 what's better. I, I would yeah. say... I would say we had a lot of discussion before we even did the episode. What's an, I think by the end of the episode, we're going to decide like what's the easier movie to get through. Yeah. Uh, also, two, <laughs> these are two movies that you go into. You don't think you're going to have as strong of, of an opinion. You know they're bad movies going in. Yeah. You know you're going to watch them. But you're thinking like, oh, they'll just be like, whatever. They I are... have very strong opinions <laughs> about what I like better and what was garbage. I do too. Absolutely. First off, uh, okay, well, the two movies are Suburban Commando yep. and Mr. Nanny. Yes. yes. The reason that we're doing it this week is Hulk Hogan is back. Yes. In wrestling. Oh, is that really? true? This is the Saudi Arabian show in WWE, which has become the biggest controversial thing that WWE has done since probably the death of Owen Hart uh, when they decided to run the show, that they're holding the show in Saudi Arabia, and they just announced yesterday that Hulk Hogan is the master of ceremonies. What would you wow. do if the first three minutes of him on, on film, he says the sand N-word, and they shut down the whole thing? <laughs> That's Hollywood Hogan. That's, That's Hollywood. not regular Hulk. Right. That's Hollywood Hogan. That's yeah. Florida Hogan. That's what that is. That's, it is. That's the real Hogan. Well, That's Terry. That's who that is. <laughs> That's porn tape Hogan. It is. Uh, yeah. So it's. I think that WWE is just trying to get all its public relations disasters like well, to, out in one day. My first thought on that is that why they're doing it because of all the problems we have with Saudi Arabia right now with that journalist and everything. They're sitting there going, "Oh, what will get people's minds off it?" Because they thought it was going to be a big deal that it was in the Middle East. Yeah. But now they're like, "Guess what? The biggest thing ever is going to happen in wrestling." <laughs> so don't worry where it is. It's just in a, it's in a beach. It's on a beach. It's on a beach. This don't might, worry about it. This might not be a popular opinion, but if I see a Hulk Hogan terrorist video. 
like him being caught by terrorists <laughs> and what? him having to like read a script, <laughs> like blindfolded. Listen, brother, like, they're treating me well, very well. well. I think, I think, Listen, I, think all we know you thing, I, I think if we know one thing, don't make him read a script <laughs> after yeah. seeing these two episodes. The do oh, not man. make him. Let's hope. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about... Let's hope he doesn't get kidnapped <laughs> after seeing these movies. They're going to cut his head off in 30 seconds. <laughs> Listen, brother, they're treating me well. I'm eating three square meals a day, brother. He, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's blinking Morse code. Listen, Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> how do you Hulk? How do you SOS Hulkamaniac? They try, to, they try to cut his head off and he fights him and then does that one finger thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing the ear thing. <laughs> No one can hear you in that cave, Hulk. Doing the ear thing with no ears. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sorry, go ahead. Saudi Arabia does not sponsor terrorism. (laughs) It just helps get terrorists out of our country before they get prosecuted. Right, right, they just cash roll. Let's let's get that out of the way first. But, man, Hulk Hogan. Before I want to, I want to start off by saying that the... This the prior the last week's episode. I'm a terrible host. Uh, the last week's episode was myself, James Matter, and Samuel watching an episode of Thunder in Paradise. And I will say <laughs> that was his TV show. That right? his acting got worse. Yeah, uh, Thunder in Paradise. He's actually worse in. Well, Speaking even with torture. these two movies, it gets even worse. Even these two movies, yeah. it gets it gets far worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was so bad. It, it, <laughs> I mean, both movies are astonishingly bad. And both movies are astonishingly bad, but there's one when you you don't realize it's going to happen, but there's one clear front runner when you watch. I, them. I, I, I think agree. we're going to agree. So. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of it, yeah, because I think something happens to your head. Let's start I off. Have a let, let's just start off by praising Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, we can, even, we, yeah. can we just clap <laughs> for him a little And bit? Dave Batista. Oh, yeah. And anyone else, and Roddy Piper, and they yeah. live yeah. any they other wrestler they who's are, tried to act. Compared to Hogan, they are Sir Lawrence Olivia. <laughs> I think that when they're like, pro wrestlers can't act, they went, they just judged it by Hulk Hogan. It's 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 the worst acting. He's one of the worst actors. He's I've got ever multiple seen. vehicles. Too. Also, it's crazy how many movies. Do you realize how bad he has to be for that? That's what they put in. Can you imagine what's yeah, on the, the that's cutting the room take floor? They landed on. There's there's moments in some, the, both of these movies where he's just doing face twitches after he says lines that make no emotional sense no, to what he none. just said. It's literally just like he has Tourette's, <laughs> like not Tourette's, like he's just twitching. Just uh, uh, involuntarily twitching. Well, let's start off with Suburban Commando, okay. 1991. Hulk Hogan plays Shep Ramsey, an intergalactic, uh, I guess, rogue Han Solo type. Yeah, like alien type. Yeah, but he's, uh, he... the beginning of the movie is a literal Star Wars ripoff. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, to the pose of when the evil ship is coming in, like, they, they copy it. Done like, with one, one like seventeenth of shot. the budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the budget of the movie was $11 million and made $8 million at the box office. <laughs> uh, so it didn't do as badly as I thought it was going to do. Um, so the other characters in the movie are Charlie Wilcox, played by Christopher Lloyd, Jenny Wilcox, played by Shelley Duvall. Yep. Uh, Adrian Belt, the boss, played by Larry Miller, who, in my mind, is the one saving grace of the movie. Uh, I think there's multiple. I'll, there's tell you, I'll tell you in a second. You want me to tell you now? And no? I think The Undertaker's really good, too. Yeah. Well, the Undertaker's part of... Uh, well, the, it's him and that other guy who's a famous henchman from movies. Oh, William Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm sorry. William no. Ball is General Suter. No, the big guy. The he... other guy. Those two guys are pretty good. Um... Well, also, Christopher Lloyd, great. Shelley Duvall, great. Christopher Lloyd, I hated in this movie. Really? I hated him in this movie. I just think he was trying to get through it. Well, I, that's what I mean. That's I don't, what he's it was. Not, he's not good 
as anything but a crazy but person. at least he's, he's familiar really familiar and he, and it's like you can hold on to it while you're watching it you're like oh and it's around the time of back to the future it's only a few years later yeah yeah so you're like oh this is like classic christopher lloyd like um, i know it's not great but at least like he can because dude compared to fucking mr nanny I I would have to say this is gone with the wind. It's insane. I I, I like Mr. Nanny more. Wow! And, and I will tell you why. Uh, it has nothing to do with it. I, Mr. Nanny is so fucking crazy, and and, and it's kind of like watching No Holds Barred, where because the budget's worse and because the quality's worse, I'm able to watch it. And there's more interesting bad shit that happens in Mr. Nanny. What was the so budget I, on Mr. As Nanny? As far as if you want, if you want to judge, and we'll get through this. I guess we're we're kind of jumping the shark. We're doing the yeah. end of the episode first. Yeah. In, in my mind, like if you want to like structurally look at what a which movie's worse, if you, Mr. Oh, Nanny, Mr. Nanny, absolutely. absolutely. Which movie is more not watchable in my mind? Mr. Nanny. No way. No way. No way. Really? Be because of the structure. And, Absolutely. And also, Mr. Mr. Nanny, tell me where the comedy lands. The comedy, there is actual actual funny parts there in Suburban Commando. There is. There's 100%. I think you're going to say the same thing I'm thinking the, of. The bully one? The bully Not part? The bully, the bully one. line is great. When the bullies come over, and then you have the moment, and actually, it's a play on the, the big tough guy movies where the bullies that are building hot rods next to Christopher Lloyd's house, they park the hot rods in front of his driveway. He can't get through. Dozer. Hogan, That's, by the way, Dozer from uh, yes. uh, Mask. Yes, yes, the yes. Same guy. And also he's from... Uh, there are from a few things, A yeah. bunch of things, yeah. And uh, uh, an point break. What's the one with... Whatever the fuck. Uh, Russia. Not, uh, whatever the fuck. Anyway, <laughs> listen. So Hulk Hogan goes over and moves their hot rods. They come over and they go, you know what we're going to do to you? And he goes, let me guess. You're going to beat me up, drag me through the rocks, and pull out my spleen. And he goes, no, it's the 90s. We're going to sue yeah. you. Yeah. And like it's a whole, but I'm granted it's corny, but at least it's a fucking joke, and it's kind of funny. And he's like, "Wait till you hear from our lawyer," and they just walk away. Yeah, that's at I least can't believe silly. I'm gonna say this. It's a better written movie. There's callbacks when the, uh, the bullies come over the skull, and then this flying through space, and it's called back when yeah. the bullies. That's a like that's a funny kind of bit. Yeah, I look. I understand what you're saying. I can't. <laughs> I can't disagree structurally what you're saying that that's a better movie. But there's something about watching like for me when i'm i, I just get in a zone when i'm watching a bit i because in me both movies are terrible so as soon as i started watching it like i'm watching a terrible movie but with mr nanny there's so many car wreck scenes <laughs> that i found it more enjoyable i'm like what the fuck is this scene what's going on right so the, i i guess we're both right that's what i'm saying but well, like, i'd rather nanny watch a really first. bad movie than just a bad movie. No, I actually... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get that. Because there's scenes in Mr. Nanny that are so bafflingly bad, they're entertaining. Right. It's so slapsticky. I wrote and, I mean, and we're gonna we'll play I'll play one in particular, <laughs> Mr. Nanny, that is the most one of the most baffling scenes. Well, that that's I've why seen. I had an issue with it because Mr. Nanny, to me, the. There's movies that are so bad, like, okay, what's the king of the bad movies? The Room, where it made no sense structurally, it made no sense anyway, but it still was so entertaining, okay? And it became this cult right. hit. This was structurally bad that it took me out of it. Like, it did the opposite of what it does for you. You get zoomed into these bad movies when they're yeah. that bad. I watched it as like, oh, you're not even like, you're not even, they're not even trying. And also, it looks like you filmed all this in somebody's apartment. Like, it doesn't even look, <laughs> it doesn't even look like. The quality you know, is way. Way worse, and Way it's only worse. one is ninety one, and the other one's like ninety three, right? Suburban Commando is ninety one, and Mister Nanny is ninety three, right? At the time in nineteen ninety one, for uh, just some some wrestling info, um, he started filming the movie right after he lost to the Ultimate Warrior. Oh. So WWF was like trying. This was the Suburban Commando was trying to make Ultimate Warrior the next Hulk Hogan, right? So Hulk Hogan could do this movie, and then 
he came back um, when this movie failed. That's and then he fought uh, uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Or something yeah, like he that. went back to Sergeant Slaughter and he had a feud with the Undertaker and. Yeah, because if you want to look at it from like, yeah, I think Sid, this, Sid. I think you're right. I think this created the stereotype of wrestlers are bad actors. Because yeah. look at what we have now, and then look at this was like the king, king example of like just him being. Hogan shitty. is so bad. He's so bad. Yeah, it's 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 also a thing. Where it's like, dude, how do you? You acted in a ring for 30 years. He's much better as Hulk Hogan than he is. Totally. 100%. So just do a movie, because apparently No Holds Barred he's not terrible in, because he's just he's playing He's pretty bad it. in it. Is he bad in it? Yeah, he's really bad in it. All right, I, don't, I haven't and seen it in a while. An, there's a, I mean, if uh, they've talked about this on something to wrestle, you should watch it, because there's uh, there's one scene in it, which I'll play at the end of the podcast, that it, it's... It's, it's Which one? one of my favorite bad scenes. Which in, movie? In the whole spot. Oh. But I'll play that at the end of the podcast. So one of my me, favorite bad scenes in, in studio history. I can't believe in you. In movie history. So you had, to re, you had to, you had a gun to your head. You had to rewatch one again. You'd rewatch Mr. Nanny. Like, how do you I have may a, shoot myself in the fucking head, but... <laughs> how, do you, I, how do you have a movie where, like, the well, kids aren't the cute? Plots. The kids aren't cute. Like... Have cute kids at least. Even if it's a bad movie, the kids can always save the day by the being girl, really cute. The little girl, she grew she up was to be ca- cute. She was cute. She I was looked cute. at her IMDb. Ugh. Oh, I meant, well, I meant Christ, cute Andy. as kids, Andy. You mixed <laughs> up my definition. As an adult. <laughs> serial predator. Uh, let's, let's go through what happens in Suburban Commando. Okay. So uh, there's a fight scene in the beginning where Ramsey is uh, fighting off General Suter, who wants to take control over the galaxy. Uh, sad fact, this was the actor's last movie. The guy who played General Suter. This was uh, his final film. Oh, was it really? Because he yeah. was in, he was a uh, he he worked a lot. He was in a bunch of ca- uh, movies. So he's ordered to go on vacation. Be, uh, Ramsey's ordered to go on vacation to kind of get off the grid so the bad guys don't fight him. He uh, also destroys his power council con- console in the middle of it. Uh, ends up landing on Earth uh, where he finds an apartment for Rensign and. Shelley Duvall takes Hulk Hogan in to live in their backyard. Uh, no, that's not what him. happened. Sorry. The, the, one of the he missed one of the best parts ever. Uh, house. He lands and then oh, he has to uh, find shed. a place to live. He converts his shed into an apartment. She, yeah, they have an apartment that's for it. rent. He walks by a sign, and all the sign says is "apartment for rent" <laughs> with an arrow towards a direction. No number, no price, no nothing. And then he just walks. He just guesses, I guess, where the house is. The, She's the, the, a first-time landlord. Give her a break. <laughs> so Popeye's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, things go to shit when Charlie finds. Christopher Lloyd finds Ramsey's gun and accidentally fires it, which sets off a beacon of light or some yeah, sort they of can trace energy. They, they can trace the him for the hunters. He can only use. He goes <laughs> when he's talking to the jet, the his boss. He's like, "You can charge your vehicle, but only at point zero one percent power." And he's like, point zero one percent. It'll take me ten weeks to." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, so I'm like, and they're using all these alien terms. I'm like. But you guys still have weeks, like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you have all these parsecs and all this, and then, but you still have it's, weeks. It's. <laughs> he's I like, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm getting audited. I think like, he just has. I just, I went Earthlings. Er, he goes, I hate. I hate when he's coming down, he goes, I hate Earthlings. <laughs> <laughs> don't go. I, don't go. He was really stressed out. He really had a lot of anxiety. I mean, I think that there's one thing about Hulk Hogan is that he doesn't really like to work. <laughs> like, as a wrestler, he kind of learned two tricks. 
Uh, and he, and he used him for, for fucking 20 years. Well, he was also famous for being kind of shitty, right? Like, yeah. Because he did the, there was the union thing. There was well, the, there, there was always uh, the famous line about Hulk Hogan uh, is that, like, uh, you know, when he didn't like something or he was about to get beaten or something, he would just say to Vince, doesn't work for me, brother. Like, that's, <laughs> that's how he would, like, politic his way out of it. Uh, apparently, he did get better. I do have on us, this, uh, on hand, the scene where um, Ramsey tries to skateboard. Oh boy. Hey, Mr. Ramsey, why don't you try? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. How many yes we need? How many yes? By the way, this the bully kid was completely outfitted the bandana and like Z Cavaricis, total bad boy outfit. Yeah. For '91. Yeah. Suburban bad boy. <laughs> You can also hear that sound in the sex tape. And then he does that thing with his face where his face twitches. Yeah. And now the skateboard is going in outer space. And then and then he gives and them a look away. and they run away. But, but then Andy was talking about the callback about, I don't know, two scenes later or three scenes later. Yeah, they finally trace Shep. They trace the Shep. Hunters. But before they do, they see the skateboard the fly skateboard by flies by them. I thought that was genuinely, I kind of chuckled to myself. Also, I'd it. like to thank Dan for picking a visual clip to do the audio this of. This is really <laughs> stupid. No, as I was playing it. <laughs> Guy, this is in not. My head, I this was is not like, defend your movie quality yeah. uh, production. Uh, no, it's actually way better than ours. <laughs> I know, totally. We should it's have any production. Uh, <laughs> so Ramsey needs crystals to get off the planet. They go to Charlie's work party because Belts has those crystals. Played by Larry Miller. Larry Miller, very good. Great. Yeah. Larry Miller is good in anything he does. I, name something that he did. It's not at least funny. Yeah. No. He, uh, you know what it is? He undersells shit. And in a movie like this, you really need underselling. And also, Larry Miller it just plays himself in everything that he does. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's never a thing where, like, Larry Miller is, like, he play like, it's not like he's ever going to have a different take on things. It's always no. going to be him. He's always like, all right, even in 10 Things I Hate About You, he's like the over overprotective father. The doorman. The doorman, he's, oh, my God, on Seinfeld, <laughs> one of the best things ever. Yes. You think you're better than me, huh? <laughs> yes. Nah, what was he? He goes, and you didn't even need the. What did he say? You don't need the couch or whatever. What did he say? He stole the couch, something like that. What was that, Alex? Yeah. On Seinfeld, he goes, he goes, you didn't even need the couch. He goes, nah, I was just messing with him. <laughs> <laughs> and all the doormen go, ah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but Larry, of course, Larry Miller is one of the best parts of this movie. That's why I don't mind Shelley Duvall or, or Christopher Lloyd in it too. It's like, it's just like it, it, Shelley it, Duvall it is a did paycheck. Nothing. In she the did. Well, she <laughs> put a wig on and tried to oh seduce her god, husband. Oh my god! How awful was that? <laughs> what I just was saw that scene? The Shining last night, and she's so great in that movie. Yeah, she's great. And Imagine I feel like the she Shining. used all her acting in The yeah. Shining, and then afterwards, she's just like uh, Cooper put it. her through hell. Apparently, she was sick, and she was just like, "Use it," <laughs> you know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What year is The Shining? So, 80. Uh, 80. 80. Uh, they, so this uh, is way after. They okay. yeah. So eleven years later, she's still traumatized by Stanley Cooper. <laughs> that, that one scene in The Shining, they apparently shot 127 times, Jeez. just to oh. get her to break down. Where she's like, she has the bat and she's waving yes. the bat back and forth, and Indeed. it's the best scene in the whole fucking movie. Give me the bat. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um. All right. All right. So do you want to keep going in the, in well, the plot? Well, let's let's what's so basically the bounty hunters come back. 
to Earth. They uh, find Hulk Hogan. One of which is Ramsey. The Undertaker. One of which is The Undertaker. Who but then just, I caught halfway through. I just didn't know. I go, that looks like The Undertaker. He's pretty good. And then I looked it up. And yeah. The henchmen are both pretty good. Yeah. I will say that. Uh, they get in uh, some fights at the uh, at, at, at Christopher Lloyd's office during a work party. Because, um, you know, at that time, I, th- I think I had already mentioned it, but Christopher Lloyd, they're trying to get the crystals to get Ramsey back to uh, the, the crystals that Christopher Lloyd created. Every every Each of these movies has a crazy inventor. Yeah, right. I noticed like yeah. each movie yeah, he's, based he's an engineer, sort of crazy engineer, brilliant dude. And the one from Mr. Who's Natty, kind of a cuck. What's the yeah, which is yeah, Hogan yeah. comes up, Hogan comes in to show him how yeah. to be a real strong man. Holy shit. They use yeah, the yeah. same device of somebody who's like, oh, like beta male, and then <laughs> Hogan's gonna come in here and show you how to be a dude. You know that's him doing that. You know that's him being like, Oh, you should have Hogan come in and show these pussies how it's done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know that. Yeah, and only that's know. the only way it works. That's well, why this movie. Well, the thing about Suburban Commando, I mean, it was originally titled Urban Commando, and it was supposed to star. This is true, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yes, but they opted for twins instead. Wow! So it went to well, Hulk talk Hogan about one of the all-time Lloyd. great choices. <laughs> <laughs> Holy! Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's what I mean, that man. Ruined Schwarzenegger's career. How is so it? Maybe not Rowan Schwartz. I don't know. Junior was. Junior's Junior pretty bad, not but they already had twins. As, Junior's not as bad yeah, as, as, as this. No. My point is this. How would that have worked? It must have been pre script, correct? It must have been pre script. You don't look at the script of twins and then the script of this, then go, yeah, let me go with Suburban <laughs> Command. I'm sure that they, yeah, I'm sure they read the script of twins. Even though on paper, if you would have been like, wait, DeVito and Schwarzenegger. Are twins and some crazy laugh. That sounds crazier as a sell than Suburban Commando. Right. I wonder because you're what. Like, well, ET was a big movie. Maybe this could. You yeah. Know. Yeah. But uh, but obviously the script was way worse. Uh, also, the gun that was uh, in this movie predominantly, you know, the big laser yeah, gun. Yeah. yeah. And, from and... Masters of the Universe, they just reused it. <laughs> they also, reused... they reused riffs from Back to the Future music. There's literal. Little notes yeah. from Back to the Future music in it, and the guys they hold the device. It might be a, it might be on purpose. The uh, Undertaker and the other guy, a device that is just like a giant version of the flux capacitor. Absolutely, yeah. yes. I noticed that one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think they did it. I think it either is the same set designer or it's or somebody's doing. They just picked it up in the closet. Or they just grabbed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there are a series of people in this movie that said "fuck it." One hundred percent. Oh, I think when they're making these. Like, okay, the guy, they're real actors. Like, you know Christopher Lloyd's not making this movie like, oh, this will be good. They're probably thinking it'll be a fun family movie. Because you have to remember this. They're directed towards, these movies directed towards, not, not even like 12-year-olds. They're directed towards like 8-year-olds. And that's why there's so many psych eggs in it. That's why it's, it's so broad. easy. All that's why it's so broad. Yeah. So you have <laughs> to think of it mind. that way. What? I enjoyed the mind parts. Oh, give me a fucking break. <laughs> well, the mind part, that was for kids. That was totally for kids. Yeah, right? I enjoy. And, and I loved just it. not that brain. But anyway. No, <laughs> but what I'm saying is. He thinks he's in a box. <laughs> so if you're a talented actor and you're in this, you might start acting broad because you're like, I'm acting for kids. I get it. Like, this is a paycheck, whatever it is. But, like, if you. But after you see it, like the pro- product can come out better. There's there's kids movies that are made better than this. Obviously, yeah. But this is before Pixar, too. right? Exactly. But uh, goddamn, if you watch, <sighs> it's like you if you're a con- okay. So even Mr. Nanny, 
Like, not to jump around, but... Well, we're, we're basically... Let's just get to the end of the Suburban Commando. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the end of Suburban Commando, um, they beat the final bad guy, uh, and then Hogan leaves the planet uh, with... Uh, I what's either is it Larry Miller or Christopher Lloyd's secretary? It's I think it's I it's, think it's, it's I think it's Larry Miller's Larry Larry Miller's secretary. They go back to space to fuck. I guess. Oh yeah, that's you can see that romance. Hogan's fucking by the end of that movie. Hogan yeah. is fucking. That's what his only his only his rider. That's all it is. Hogan she be was fucking. super I'll, horny I'll, too. I'll do whatever yeah. shitty movie you want as long as Hogan's fucking at the end I'm, of the movie. I better be fucking a blonde at the end of this, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he wanted to fuck Shelley Duvall, and they're like, you can't do that <laughs> and still be a likable character. <laughs> All right, bro. That's a sex scene I would never want to see. Oof, Hulk Hogan and Shelley Duvall. Yikes. <laughs> I would watch it in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, our opinions on this are... Oh, have... and at the end of the movie, I'm sorry, Christopher Lloyd fi- quits his job, quit- tells Larry Miller to shove it up his ass and is going to go off on his own. So yeah. he finds his balls while Hulk Hogan goes Right, and you knew the, and the first scene of the movie, you're like, that's the end of the movie. Yes, that's the end you of the movie. You just know it is, which yeah. is fine. And it's also, it's it's good, whatever. It's a good message. It's like, have confidence, whatever you want to say. But uh, as far as the movie goes, if I would have saw this by, like, if I would have saw this how it was supposed to, like, mm-hmm. say I watched it, we just were talking about this, I'd be like, oh my god, this is awful. But if you watch Mr. Nanny before this movie, you're like, this is amazing. That's what I, that's the way I did it. Absolutely. I watched like, it before Mr. Nanny. The writing, I watched it the, the other writing way. makes way more sense, the, the jokes are there, the, the production value is like, I don't know how much more the budget was, but it was like, it's like, it, it might as well be a hundred million dollars compared to fucking Mr. You know, Nanny. it's interesting you guys say this, because if I was just a film fan... I would totally agree with you. But because I'm a wrestling fan, like I look at Mr. Nanny as this almost fever dream of what Hulk Hogan sees himself as. <laughs> and it's a more interesting watch for me. Yeah. So we should go into Mr. Nanny now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just as full disclosure, I didn't finish either of these. I just, <laughs> I just know how they I end. Watched I watched both did, movies. I did, but I just fast-forwarded through the tough parts. I watched both movies. I have things written down about Mr. Nanny. Okay. okay. Sean Armstrong, played by Hulk Hogan, uh, is a former... Pro- Armstrong, get it? Yeah. Is a former professional wrestler turned bodyguard. Um, and I guess Burt Wilson, played by Sherman Helmsley, is Sean's old friend slash manager in the wrestling business. Austin Pendleton, lawyer from my cousin Vinny, uh, is the rich dad. I think Austin Pendleton does a very much better job than Christopher Lloyd in this movie. Who is That's, he? Who does he play? Austin he Pendleton. plays the dad. He oh Austin Pendleton. Okay, Austin Pendleton. Okay, uh, he I does think he's a, a much better job. Oh, way better job than Christian. No, no way. Way better no job. No way. I'll tell you what Austin Pendleton had. I'll, oh, are you? You're out of your mind <laughs> because Austin Pendleton's a good actor <laughs> no, and he he's is. in a bunch of Law and Orders. I ju- just saw that Law and Order before I watched the, Mr. Dan. Where he plays the guy, the bride he, guy. He makes them the, his bride. Yes, and he guy. gets he gets uh, his dick chopped off. Right. Yeah. I just saw it. And he's still good in that. Or, yeah, he's yeah, a good yeah. actor. All right, he's a good actor. And here's the thing, man. He's a guy... Austin Pendleton is such a good actor that when, when Hulk Hogan is acting shitty, he's trying to match it. Like, you can almost see it. <laughs> because he's even... Hulk Hogan is just like... You really know, he doesn't give a fuck in this. He's mumbling lines in this movie. That's how bad the movie is. Mr. The Nini takes Nini. they used... I can only imagine how bad the takes they didn't use were. He's like, he literally, he says some, something about it. He's like, I want to go do this and then go hit the rack. Like, he literally mumbles something and then walks away as he's saying the line, and the audio doesn't even fucking pick it up. It's so bad. <laughs> and then you watch Austin Pendleton, 
And there's only one funny part with Austin Pendleton where his his assistant, that guy, gets beat up because he's working for the bad guys. And yes. he gets beat up because they can't get the chip for the bad guys. Who's Buster Poindexter? That's the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Dave Johansson. And Dave he, Johansson is so bad in this movie. It's so bad. Everybody's bad. And literally the guy is talking to Austin Pendleton. I think they left an outtake in the fucking movie. Because at one point, he goes... <laughs> He goes, he keeps having these cards. He goes, where is Nick? And then he just has a card that says where Nick is. So he goes, he's not here. And he's like, oh, he usually drives me. And then he has a card for an answer for that. And then he looks at him, he just laughs. There's no reason why he should be laughing in the story. He just laughs and he goes, wow, your preparedness is very unusual. And then he laughs at that. And I'm like, that's an outtake. That's just them fucking around. And they left it in the movie. But it's actually really funny. Like they should have. And then you just see him and he's just laughing. And he's like, all right, Nick's not here. You want to drive me? Okay. All right. And then, like, it just, he's phoning it in. He's also matching the bad acting so it fits. Like, it's, re- I'm telling you, dude, you you are out of your mind. Well, here's why, here's why I like Mr. Nanny better than Suburban Commando. And all of this, these are the most childish reasons ever. Number one, um, you get Hulk Hogan on a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh, that's also another part. I went, I went, I, uh, Robert Dean, our friend, he he told me he pointed out a famous part in that part. Where oh, he's with ri- the with the dog. With the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wanna, just throws a dog in the water. He's the riding the motorcycle, and you don't know you don't really notice it the first time. He's like almost like Thunder in Paradise. Like he's riding this with a, with a tank top on, supposed to be a badass Hogan scene. In the background, by the shore, some dude just chucking his dog in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. Um, so wait, so that's your reasoning? Because the the motorcycles? Here? I, there's that, <laughs> and there's also the reasoning of this, which again, it's like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, approaching this movie as a film critic. I, I I think the idea Hulk Hogan as an alien makes sense walking around, but watching Hulk Hogan try to be a person. And walk around is so entertaining to me. Yeah, that's what Robert said. Yeah, it's he like goes, he's better at being to be, an alien than a he's person. He's better at being an alien. You like you can kind of buy his, but like when he's walking around and just trying to be a normal guy, you're like, none of this works. That's absolutely true. You're absolutely right. And so, but so none of it works. So what do you? How you defend? How is that part of your defense? Part of my defense is, like, if I want to watch a car wreck, I want to watch a car wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but and they're that, both car wrecks. They're both, like... One's a bad movie, and Mr. Nanny's a fucking car wreck. <laughs> Mr. Nanny is a the beginning scene where he's having PTSD, uh, and he's getting beaten up by Jim Neidhart and Kamala and all these wrestlers in the ring, which really isn't addressed rather later in the movie. Ever, yeah. Yeah, he's in Florida, um... I think they're like both sharing like a can of soup in the beginning. Him and Sherman Helmsley. Yeah, or, yeah. A can well, for, of chili. For some reason, Sherman Helmsley runs a security business, but he's broke. <laughs> and the whole, but I don't know why. I don't know how he's like so broke. He's like poverty stricken in this movie. It's really weird. And the and every time he calls him from the house, the rest of the movie. They're taking his stuff. So there's all these gags. <laughs> like he's literally on the phone with them, and the repo men are there, was more to Mr. trying Nanny to take his phone. What? Maybe there was more to Mr. Nanny than I thought. Are you kidding me? You're gonna switch? <laughs> he's convincing I, you. I've got to say, you. you, you it just makes no sense. As you're talking about, it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good. But the plot whole thing design. is like, what do you remember more? And uh, Mr. Nanny, all right. Well, let's we'll just go to the plot really quick. The plot's crazy. I, I don't need bullet points for this. Uh, He's then somehow Sherman Helmsley and Hulk Hogan are broke. They used to be in the professional wrestling business. Now Sherman Helmsley is running some sort of bodyguard business. He saved Hulk Hogan's life. 
So Hulk Hogan, I'm not going to use his fucking Armstrong name. Hulk Hogan owes him his life. He agrees to take a job as a bodyguard for a pretty uh, affluent like inventor. Yeah. A guy who's essentially created the Star Wars Ronald Reagan system. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow he's able to get... I love how Dan has respect for the fake scientist in the movie. He's like, he's a pretty... He's actually a pretty legit... He's a legit scientist. But he's talking about Star Wars. That's... He's talking about a, a revolutionary... That is what it is. Mili- I, you know that's where they got the idea, but it's funny that you're like, no, but like, if nothing else, the science is sound. He's legit. He's a legit scientist. So he shows up uh, at his work, um, beats up a bunch of security guards, and then is somehow hired to become the bodyguard of this of Austin Pendleton's kids. The nanny, the first day, is fired, so he's now the nanny de de facto bodyguard slash nanny. And these kids try to murder Hulk Hogan (laughs) throughout the entire fucking movie. It's not just like pranks. Yeah, they have the first traps. gag is they have a bowling ball that falls on his head. Yeah. Which is fine in Home Alone because they're trying to burglarize, you know, Kevin's house. So yeah. it's like, it's yeah, of course he's trying to it's self-defense. Yeah, yeah. Like he's trying to they use the bowling ball gag first, and then they fucking electrocute him at they're one point. They're straight up sociopaths. There's one point where there's a shower gag where you don't know what's gonna come out of the shower. I thought this was gonna be like Oh, paint comes out of the shower. Or something goofy comes out of the shower. It's blood. It's just they just built up the pressure so he gets knocked out by the water. <laughs> and then electrocuted. And then electrocuted. And you yeah. know he wanted a tiny towel for that scene, too, to show the goods. Oh, but also the bathroom is weird in that house. Like, the bathroom, if you look at the bathroom. I studied it looks the, the bathroom, yeah. It looks like the bathroom of, like, a high school. Like, a high school well, gym. Well, the thing is what they needed. <laughs> they needed to they block needed, his. Because they needed yeah. to have the door open. Because uh, they're like, well, we can't have the kids in the bathroom looking at Hulk's dick. With him, yeah. <laughs> so they have then like this barrier so they don't see Hulk's dick. And the kids can still watch him get electrocuted. So it's it's worse if they saw that the was... Hogan dick than them trying to literally kill a man. It'd be so funny. The pranks, he just shows him his, his dick and then the pranks stop after that. <laughs> He's like, well, keep bragging about this. It just shows him his Hogan dick. And they're like, the kids are so, I like, I don't feel right. Also, the, these kids are so well behaved. Yeah, they saw my hog, and that was it. <laughs> also, it's You like, don't have to worry about them anymore. It's true. That was a conversation. They're like, listen, we can't have the kids in the bathroom with a naked Hulk Hogan. Like, you can't have it. So, if you want to have him go into the shower. Well, they could have. They could also. He does this thing. Do you do this? Guys, do this in the shower. He did both shower uh, knob knobs at the same time. Also, nobody. Uh, yeah. Nobody while they're taking a shower like puts the towel around their waist when they're in the bathroom and then goes into the shower unless <laughs> yeah. you're in a gym with other dudes. Exactly. So Because that's where that was filmed. I don't think it was filmed. That was not a house. I bet you, though, that's how Hogan takes showers even by himself. Like, he wraps it around. <laughs> Yeah, he's just he's the locker room. It's so funny. It's, they, like these kids couldn't see Hogan dick. And the whole so they movie, had to block there's this weird S- ceramic wall, like S and M creepy like undertone of like all we want to do is be punished, Daddy. Please <laughs> yes. punish us, yes. Daddy. Yeah. Kids need structure. That was their attempt at making like a deep storyline very obvious because like like something that could have come Austin out of the Pelham's drama. Austin Pendleton's wife is dead. We should say that yeah. too. So yeah. he's. He's a widower, so he's... There's also another creepy scene where he walks by the daughter's room. Oh, I have that. And she can't... You're going to put that on? Yeah, I'm going to put that on right now. (laughs) You want me to describe it first? Yeah, yeah, describe it first. She can't can't sleep 
But in movies, when children can't sleep, they usually walk into the parents' room and they go, can I sleep with you? I can't sleep. Uncle right. Buck, they do it. All these things. They never show the girl or the boy in the bed not being able to sleep. And they didn't, she didn't do it in a way where she was just lying in bed awake. She did it in a way where she's literally going, meh. She's making noises. You're going to hear it in a second. Right but it's really, really creepy. You don't know. that You can't tell what she's doing. Oh no, that's when he talks to her. Yeah. Do you have earlier than that? No, I have this. Oh, pause it for a second. That's what he says to her. No, so literally right before that scene, the the, you, the only way you're introduced to it is the a panning of the camera coming up to her bed, and she's just rustling around, making these weird noises, like like these like uh, un, like these weird like yeah. sounds. And I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? I'm like, what's going murder. on? Yeah. And then and then what happens is you go up and you realize, oh, she can't sleep. And then Hogan's walking by. And she's like, Daddy? And then he's just like, no, it's just me. <laughs> it's just the weirdest scene. And then she comes in and he goes, uh, and then she goes, and there was supposed to be a joke here. This is why this movie sucks so bad. Because she goes, she goes, I can't sleep. He goes, do what you did last night. That was his joke. And she goes, I couldn't sleep last night either. Ever since my mommy went to heaven. It's like, wow, way to make the connection this on is, that one. Yeah, this is, this is the no, scene. No, it's just me. Where it, this is supposed to be like a tender moment between Hogan and the daughter. And they really just, they just yep. really missed the This mark. is when he actually comes in the room. <coughs> do whatever you did last night. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, you try rubbing one out? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hogan does. That's what the Hulkster does. Yeah. Look at this. Sure. My mommy was here before she went to heaven. What song also, is what's this? What's that music in the background? <laughs> is there the, the souls of dead heart? kids in that room? <laughs> Like she's doing a great job. She's like, I'm just gonna deflect away out of this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he falls oh, asleep. No, That's he the fell asleep. That's Here's the, the thing, man. That's how you know how bad this movie is. This little girl is carrying Hulk Hogan in the scene. <laughs> And why does she know a she's sea the, shanty also, right there? Kind of weird, she's not Quint, for Christ's sake. There's face. also like an undertone where, like, he's his dad beat the shit out of him, and he's in hell. I've never, yeah, I've never heard like someone comfort their kid that way before they go to bed. Where it's like, oh, you're trying to get to get to bed, honey. Well, the cops were called when I was a little kid because my dad tried to beat me with a fucking baseball yeah. bat. So think of that. At least I don't call the cops. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, at least I'm not beating you with a baseball, but how about that? <laughs> you want to go to bed now? That's After real. that is where the movie really goes off the rails. Because. <laughs> really? Not for, the, not for the first 30 seconds? Because the bad guy in this, Mr. Thanatos. Um, Bust your point, Dexter. Which, yeah, you're, you're just thinking is, which is he, has he ever been good in anything, that guy? No. Um, he was always kind of like hammy and really tough to watch. He's famous in one thing. What's he famous in? One movie that he's like famous. He did one thing that was like people loved, like some like cult thing. I forget what it was. I don't know, but funnily, funnily enough, uh, funny enough, uh, he is 
he performed the main theme, Rough Stuff, under the pseudonym Buster Poindexter. So he's the one who did the music for this. Oh, Ooh, you have the music? Guy. I do have it. Uh, play yeah, it. I got to play it. But um, as I'm setting this up, it's also like, so his character, we think, is just an evil villain that wants it. But then we find out that he oh, originally yeah. was... Uh, like some sort of shoddy amateur wrestling promoter <laughs> that shot Sherman hair. Helmsley yeah. in the knee, that, sh that shot Sherman Helmsley when he was trying to kill Hulk Hogan. Which may be the so, worst scene. And the well, way he gets in front of him with his thigh and gets shot yeah. is so bad. And, and Buster Poindexter comes in wearing a slash wig, apparently. I don't know why he has right? a yeah. stupid hair. wig. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. He has a metal head. All right, so this it. is the theme song that... <laughs> from the New York Dolls to this. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the New York Dolls. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's David Johansson's real name. Like, okay, that, let, let, let's this explore that. Because yeah. really quickly... Dude, they do these things. Now, granted, I know it's the 90s, whatever, okay? But they go into these singles. They're not going into it being like, let's make this shitty song for this movie. They're thinking it's going to be a fucking single. <laughs> Chart topper? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I think, it, I think it makes it sadder that he did this movie then because he's like, all right, well, I'll at least get my song. Well, it would make, it would make sense he did the movie because he was doing a bunch of movies at this time. He did a couple other ones. I can't remember what else he was in. He might have been, was he in Total worst... Recall? Was he in that? I'm not yeah. sure. But who, do, he who, was in that. Who do you think is a work, worse actor, him or um, Hulk Hogan? Uh, no, Alice Cooper. Like, if you want to go through musician actors, I'm. I only know Alice Cooper from when he was in Wayne's World. Yeah, that's all I well, know. He was in Prince either. of Darkness too. That John Carpenter movie. I never saw, I it. saw it. I think he may be worse because at least Alice Cooper isn't trying as hard. <laughs> he's not bad in Wayne's World. He's fine in Wayne's World. He's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but that's a different type. Also, of Also, he had the, the the frame of mind to stay away. Yeah. Like he didn't make his own movie, Alice Cooper. Yeah. God yeah, damn. He's really This bad. is Yeesh. like, we're coming from two different lines of thought when it comes to this. I mean, <laughs> both, I, I mean both of our lives, we just strip time out of our lives for this. Like, yeah. I, both movies I watched with mouth agape. <laughs> just, yeah. I just watched with my, I'm like, whole, because I didn't know, I think I was already too old to be into this level of movie. Yeah. When I, and I was already done with wrestling and done with Hulk Hogan. I thought Suburban Commando was like, that's also another thing that it suffers from, bad title. Because it makes you think that he's just an army guy who has to come and uh, take care of these kids. Right. That he's like, oh, he's in hiding or something and he has to come take care of these kids. That's what it seems like. Not that he's an alien warrior. That, that, that's <laughs> out the fucking no wonder this bomb so big. I do think that his acting is worse than Suburban Commando. I know, but I think that, I, like, re-examining this, I think that his acting in Suburban Commando, like, in the scene where he's by himself and he's talking to his commander, um, and, and like, right before he lands on Earth, he goes, I hate Earthlings. We talked about <laughs> that scene. I think that's the worst acted scene in both movies. Oof, maybe, but... Uh, because he's not reacting to But the physicality, at least the physicality in this movie makes sense. He's jumping over walls. The skateboard scene, red. Everything red, 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 red. It made sense, I mean. 
if, and the, the the physicality in Mr. Nanny when he does the the workout bike and then he's just flailing his arms after it explodes, and you're like, yeah, that wouldn't happen. Like you would just be on the floor or something. You wouldn't it wouldn't just keep your arms going with the with the arm arm thing. Or with the with the bench pressing us. Whoa, I'm out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> and it's basically like their prop, Their goal was like, oh, it's gonna be a human uh, cartoon. It's gonna be like that. That's what it's gonna be. So at the end of the movie, after uh, the head of security has been killed. Uh, who is secretly a bad guy. And the New York Dolls uh, abducted uh, Austin Pendleton's kids. They put them in a warehouse somewhere. Hulk Hogan comes and saves them. With Sherman Helmsley shows up again. Mm -hmm. They also kidnap Austin Pendleton at one point. Austin and then, Pendleton. And then he, they, they, there's a Start scene waterboarding him. They're waterboarding him. And there's a scene that starts out. And he goes, they go, sir, it's been 90 seconds. He goes, okay, lift him up. And I'm like, 90 <laughs> seconds? He's dead. <laughs> I'd be dead. I can't. I can't even hold my hold my breath underwater for like yeah. what, 15, fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. Bridge the movies. Both families taken hostage and released at the end of the films. In both. Yeah. Both yeah. all the That's whole families were theme. taken. That's a common theme. Yeah. And, the, and both it, ends of the movies. It's essentially the same. It's movie. the same. It's Suburban Commando. He goes. Uh, you just deal with me, and then he just goes. All right, you guys can leave, and they just walk out the door. The family just leave. <laughs> there's no. There's no sort of uh, any. Like, he doesn't put up a fight at all. What does he say? They just at walk the out. The, they just the open the door and walk the out. The, the hostages are there. He's like, no, I'll get all of you. At the end <laughs> I know. Of, at the end of Mr. Nanny, when the uh, when the tin, when the head thing comes back, when the metal head. Yeah, part, he's what just he ramming. Say? Talk he's about like, a hard head. or <laughs> Oh, that's the thing, too, is he kind of turns into like a, like a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, he just kind of puts his head down and starts ramming thing. people. And it's working for a little bit. But then the uh, the science comes back into play. Yeah. And the father and the son team up, and they figure out how to. Austin Pendleton knows science. Get a oh, right. electricity, electric, electric conductor. Yeah. And uh, it's a mess. It sends uh, Buster Poindexter on a hilarious electric loop-de-loop, -loop, which is. <laughs> man, these are bad. Yeah, these are really. I bad. I watched these at work. Man, work man hours were lost to these movies. Even if you, <laughs> I would rather work than watch these. This Even if work. you watch, I actually, I would say watching this was work, right? Because the argument yeah. that can be made is that, like, guys. These movies are for kids. Even for kids, these are bad. Like, even for, like, there's no, like, yeah. it may make no well, sense. Because this was around but, the time of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. And, the, you know, there's still the Goonies. But Suburban and... Commando, if I had kids, I'd be like, you can watch Suburban Commando. At least it's a <laughs> fucking movie. Do you think Mac and Me is better than Suburban Commando? Or do you think it's worse? Where would you put Mac? Because Mac Suburban and Me. Suburban Commando's worse. Is worse than Mac and Me. Yeah. Yeah. Mac and Me is just like a bad, rip, really, really bad ripoff. Yeah. I'll read you. And at the end of Mr. Nanny, uh, Sean he still goes back. There's more and more plight. Well, well, we we you know they he's at the end of it. Hogan is, or I guess it's Sean Armstrong in this one. Uh, he's he's reunited the family together. He has that famous line where he says, uh, he says, "You got the hardest job of all, being a dad." <laughs> and wow. Then he leaves on his motorcycle, and you think all is well, and then essentially the kids kill him. Yeah, because they rig the motorcycle, and the last shot is Hulk Hogan <laughs> flying off the motorcycle head first, and they do a freeze frame. So they put a tripwire on the motorcycle. Yeah, cue rough stuff. Wow, just cue rough stops. stuff plays over the credits. And then rough again. stuff plays over the credits. Can wow. you imagine being at that premiere and just just hiding your head in shame? <laughs> also, by the way, too, didn't you think it was going to be a nice moment where they're like, he's going to stay with the family, but he's like, no, I'm out. He leaves. Yeah, what the fuck? 
<laughs> also, yeah, you're right. The kids just murder this guy. Now, they, they, these kids are dealing in like real, actual hardware stuff. Like when when all, when um, Sherman Hemsley's in the kid's room and he, the kid just has a bunch of blueprints up on the wall. Like, it's like the kid's like a the kid's just like a, a scientist. Well, he is his father's son. Well, that right, kid would have 100 yeah. percent have been a school shooter. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like 15 years later. You know, like, and that's another thing where he's able to like. Like this three hundred pound wrestler, they're able to fuck with, but he can't fuck with school bullies. Yeah, right. Well, until I think that's the whole Sherman idea. Helmsley, like, yeah. Shows and also, up. what the other thing is, so Mother Love played like, I guess the maid slash cook. Oh, why she, was she let off? Like, they never fucked well, with her. Well, because she's just as physically abusive. Like, she hits him with a frying pan. She tries <laughs> yeah, to cut true. his hand she's off. She's on the kid's side. Fair like, point. She's like, you can do it. You can stay and you can get to these kids. And he's like, really? She's like, no, not really. Like, well, wait a, wait a Mother love. <laughs> like, and at the end of it, sure. Oh, I forgot my favorite part of Mr. Danny. At the end of it, Sherman Helmsley is like, in like some sort of like navy funeral outfit, <laughs> he's like in a, an official military uniform, oh, and he's yeah. the head of security. He's like Richard Gere, an officer and a gentleman, for no reason <laughs> at the end of the movie. And I guess he's with Mother Love now. Yeah, they're yeah. like he's oh, gonna be the new thing, security yeah. head. Yeah, they're flirting the whole movie, even though she is really violent. <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah, dude. Wow. So you I guys would say Suburban Commando is yes, a better yes. movie yes. than Mr. Nanny. I think Mr. Nanny is no a better contest. movie than Suburban Commando. No, you're not saying that. You said it's more fun to watch. Yes. Suburban Commando. That's not a better movie. See, it's two different arguments. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right, but you know if you're asking better... me which one I'd rather watch again, it would be Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny has 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Mr. Nanny does have 7%. And then the other one has 11 I, or 15. Register. I think it's 15% on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. If you had to watch a movie over again, it would be Suburban Commando. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I would. I would watch the Roman Commando again, because I'm like, there's, ba it's bad enough. See, the, I know what you're talking about. The phenomenon of it's so bad, it's funny. That Suburban Commando has that, but also has a couple of gags. You're like, that actually was kind of funny. Like, there's little, yeah. little jokes there. Like, ah, it wasn't that bad. At least, at least the show is a little bit of competence. Mr. Nanny was like, oh, Hulk Hogan had an extra, extra two million dollars, and he was like, we're gonna do this, brother. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, this movie was a, it was a ten million dollar budget, and it made like which one, Mr. Nanny. Oh my Mr. god, Mr. Nanny, had... stunts ain't cheap. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a, t it was a. I'm sorry, it was, it was, it was a ten million dollar budget. So it was, it was a million dollars less than Suburban Commando. <laughs> well, it looked like it was a ten thousand dollar budget. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they like the, the 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 dynamic between the dad and the kids was so weird. Uh, was just so him weird. coming in and being like, there's a scene where he goes, uh, he goes, and Sean, made 4 .3 what's his name? Million. Sean. He goes, Sean, can you tell the kids good night for me? And he goes, I have to go on this business trip. And he goes, Why don't you tell them yourself? He goes, What are you saying? He goes, I can't go and just go in there. He goes, he goes, and just tell them right now. And he goes, yeah, what do you have to do that's so, so do you have anything else to do that's more important than going to say goodbye to the kids? And he goes, yes, I have. To. Well, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had that one. It's, I'm like, it's the weirdest thing. He's also like looking at a picture of his dead wife. <laughs> yeah. Like when he interrupts him. Yeah, yeah. And then he puts, a, and then Austin Pendleton's character puts a microchip in the the microchip that everybody's trying to steal in this movie. He puts it in his kid's stuffed animal, so he really yeah. is a shitty father. Yeah, Dolly. Uh, yeah, right. And it's also like, real that you think this would be safekeeping on a child's toy? <laughs> 
and the, the best part, wouldn't it be great if when they had that whole thing of like, when he's like, you can say goodnight to your kids. <laughs> and then he realizes the whole mother, the, the wife being dying thing. And then they just, they just reenacted the it's not your fault scene from a good movie. <laughs> and it's just Austin Pendleton and Hogan. He's like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, brother. It's not your fault your wife died. I Is it implied that Buster Poindexter kills the wife? No. No, no. no I no. think it's a separate incident. They probably, I mean, I'm sure that that was part of the writing process. You know what I'd rather? I'd rather a movie about the circumstances around the wife. <laughs> I'd rather watch yeah, yeah. the wife slowly dying of cancer than see this movie again. Also, you know that scene like when Hulk Hogan does ballet and the... Uh, oh, yes. I was going to talk about that, but no, yeah, I'm sorry. In the tutu. Like when they were doing that scene... That's where all the producers and Hogan and everyone was like, yeah, this is our next kindergarten cop. This is our money scene. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Absolutely. Because the movie cover is him in the tutu yes. holding the, And they're like, this is going to sell the whole movie. And, and also there's a moment where for some reason, because he's doing ballet, he just changes the way he talks. Like He talks very infeminately. Right, yeah. And he's like, oh, would you like a watercress sandwich? Or a th and it's like, you've been doing ballet for 10 minutes. <laughs> also, your voice doesn't change when you do ballet. Ballet cultures you. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, well either way, uh, don't see these movies. Do not. Don't. We basically told you all the best parts. You heard some of the best parts, so don't go see the movies. There's no point. It's absolute fucking train rag, and it's not even fun bad. Neither neither of these movies would constitute as fun bad. You're going to be mad at yourself while you're watching it that you're watching it. Like, you're like you're going to see, if you're watching the daytime, you're like, it's nice out. Why am I watching this? Yeah. I was <laughs> mad at Dan yeah, for but... uh, three hours combined <laughs> for making us. And if, it was, and if it's rainy out, you're like, why am I not watching something else? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So they don't pass the flip test. Well, I don't know, Alex. Who would you, what would you say wins? Well, two for one, Suburban Commando. I haven't seen I don't either, vote. but Suburban Commando, just based on this. Yeah, All right. but I haven't seen either. <laughs> Sorry, my, my opinion's worthless. Alex, I want you to watch both of these movies now. Also, now if it came out now, it'd be called The Manny. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a better title for it. It's a documentary about Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> <laughs> And, and his problematic views on gay people. <laughs> it's just him in a tutu, like I don't know. Right. Like this is disgusting. Uh, all right, well that's a that's a wrap on our yeah. first ever crossover. We should do this more is of like what, what what other crossover? Didn't they have Full House and Family Matters crossovers? Oh, yes, this yeah. is like the podcast equivalent of that. No, it was uh, Simpsons critic. No one listens to it. What the Simpsons critic Scooby Doo and the uh, Scooby Doo had a lot. There's a bunch of them. Scooby Doo and the Globetrotters. Yeah, Scooby Doo and the Globetrotters. <laughs> a basketball team's here to help with this <laughs> out mystery. Out of nowhere. I think How I Met Your Mother and Deadwood had one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Dan St. Germain. You can uh, find uh, all my dates on danstgermain.net. I have an album, No Real Winners, here. Please subscribe to the podcast, Total and Marks. Um, and uh, I may be on... Live at the Comedy Cellar this week. I'm not really sure. No, uh, maybe next week. I, I don't know, but it's a show on Comedy Central. Check that out. Um, Sean, Andy? I'm Sean Donnelly. I'm at Time on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I'm going to be on Live at the Comedy Cellar this week. I taped it, but I, I doubt it'll be on. And uh, I, uh, yeah, you listen to the podcast. Listen to Defend Your Movie. Uh, and re review, listen, rate, and review us, and email us defendyourmovie at gmail .com, or tweet at us at defendyourmovie, and yeah, and 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 check out showbizstudios.com. Yes, and uh, you can follow me at Andy Fiore, Andy Y F I O R I, uh, Omaha Funny Bone, November 9th 
through the 12th. And uh, all my dates at andyfury.com. And uh, yeah, it was a fun one. This was fun, buddy. Thank you, guys. Go see Mandy. Go see Mandy.